You're listening to The Den Download, a podcast designed to help coaches and movement enthusiasts with tools and insights for building a strong body, a stronger mindset, and your strongest life. I'm your host, Allison Tenney, a strength and conditioning coach on this journey with you to have in-depth conversations of what it means to have an impact on and in the world around us. Let's dive in. What's up, fam? Welcome to episode three of the Den Download Podcast. I am your host, Allison Tenney, and I'm so happy to have you here with me today, which today's a doozy. We are going to be hopping into the lenses that we see our body through and inevitably how those lenses and experiences affect how we train the body which is what I am extremely interested in and this conversation that I want to have with you today. I think so often in the fitness industry, we see people get up on their soapbox about specific ways of training. If you're a power lifter, if you're a bodybuilder, if you do Olympic weightlifting, if you train a more athletic style, there can be best practices, but I don't believe in a one best way to train a body or anybody. And I think if you've been in the industry long enough, that should be common practice, that everybody might need something a little bit different. But what I want to talk about today is the other side of this coin, about how we can deepen our understanding of the people that we train and the people that we see in front of us based on more than just a movement assessment, a strength assessment, looking at their training goals, that we can create a practice of movement for people based on who they are as full humans. I think so often we use training as a way to fix, as a way to shrink, or maybe you're trying to grow. But ultimately, my guess is that you're looking for some type of healing. And most of us use a lot of training and fitness and exercise as a way to distract. So my question to you is, what exactly are you trying to fix or hide from? And what are you distracting yourself from? You can't just ask a person what their training goals are. You need to dive in deeper to who that human is before you just plop them into a program. And if we really are interested in changing the fitness industry, we also have to help those people heal their relationship with their body. And that takes a lot of time. And I think a lot of this conversation stems from shame and guilt. And what I hear lately, and a lot of, is that you shouldn't train from a place of shame and guilt. And I agree with that. But my question back is, how do I start that? What does that process look like? And to me, it might be to start from a place of fixing yourself, or to start from a place of shrinking yourself, or growing, or start with aesthetics, or start with performance goals. Everybody has their own starting place, and we can't use shame and guilt 
to then change people from their starting place. We all know it's not where we want to be. But when people come to you with body goals or aesthetic goals or wanting to feel better in their bodies and then we hand them back their shame as a selling point or as a way that they are not supposed to start from that place, we give them no ground to stand on. So my philosophy, even when people come to me with some potentially questionable goals, is always to ask why and to figure out what human is standing in front of me and what are they really asking for? What do they really want out of this transformation? And am I a qualified enough coach to help them walk through the true transformation that they're looking for? Some people truly are not ready for that journey. They're just not there yet. And that's okay. Not everybody is a good fit for you. Let me say that again. Not everybody is a good fit for you. And that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them. And that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It also doesn't mean that you are better than them or that they are better than you. And instead of seeing it as this hierarchical relationship, how about we give people some grace and some space to have their own journey separate from yours? I truly believe that people out there really are doing their best. And so when you see this riffraff on Instagram and ridiculousness that can be the fitness industry, there are ways to tune that out, to unfollow, to curate who and what you see so that number one, you are not triggered and you don't end up in a shame spiral. And number two, you curate your community to be your best self, your highest self, the people and messages and words and language and images and videos and all of it that bring out the best in you. But that's also your work to do. You're, you have to curate that feed. You have to make sure to hit the unfollow button. Otherwise, we continue to be bombarded by people, by messages, by images that are not in service of our highest self. And look, I'm all about physiology and training habits and training cycles and using progressive overload and looking at movement patterns and geeking out over metabolic systems. Those things are important and they cannot be overlooked. And so not having certain pieces of those elements inside your training program are huge red flags to me. And you need to make sure that those pieces are in your exercise and movement programs. What I'm saying and what I'm asking us to do here on this podcast, you and me together, and the fitness industry, is to consider the other aspects of the humans that we see in front of us. That starts with healing your own relationship with your own body and understanding that our bodies are in context with the worlds around us and the systems that we operate in and the isms that we operate under. We cannot ignore ableism, racism, sexism, ageism, misogyny, and on and on and on. All of these things matter. 
And so when we look at the intersections between a training program and the person in front of you that's asking to lose weight, that's asking to deadlift more, that wants to shrink or grow, what is their starting point? What context do they see the world in? And how can you listen closely to them while also listen closely around the edges to what they're really saying? And that takes a lot of practice on your end to make sure that you're listening from a place of compassion and listening to the human in front of you. We have to be willing to do that hard work to see ourselves, to see our stories, to see our bodies in context in the world. To me, it's more than just getting certifications of having some experience of doing some movement assessments of programming the perfect program and making sure your progressions and regressions line up. I love that stuff. Those things are important. And don't forget the full human in front of you. So I hope that you dive in to some of those questions and get curious about the context and the lenses that you see the world along with how you program and see clients in front of you. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Den Download. Please be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any of our conversations. If you appreciate the show, hop on over to iTunes and give us some stars. For more tips and notes from the show, check out allisontennyfitness.com and make sure to follow and come say hi over on the gram at Allison Tenney. Talk to you next week.